0: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto... Don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck, low maintenance with a 25 year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track.
2: Yes, hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness w, uh, talking harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in Perth and also on the podcast on SEN Nationwide, or internationally wide, Mort's if uh, if you like, and also Gloucester Park tonight. And uh, what a big night it was last week with the running of the Westral Mare's Classic, the first Group 1 winner to one of the young guns of Australian harness racing, Emily Savalka. We'll talk to Emily in just a moment, uh, plus we'll catch up with Bomber for his tips. a very interesting card. Tonight, tell you what, the free for all Morts we'll talk about in just a moment. I reckon the strongest race in in Australian harness racing this week, and that includes the Inner Dominion heats. Uh, and we'll also get uh, tips from Hayden King later in the show, who's uh, had another good weekend last
3: weekend. But Morts, welcome to the show. Big week for you this week. Uh, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always. Have you recovered from Black Friday for Retrovision? It was. Absolutely massive. I don't know where people are getting the money or where they're putting all the TVs. <laughs> they're backing your horses, Mortz. <laughs> but I'm glad they are. No, it was a great week uh, in retail. Excellent week in retail. I'm very well supported by the harness fraternity, I must admit. That's uh, good. A lot of calls from uh, people looking for a good price, so yeah. only happy to oblige, which was great. Um, tough night last uh, Friday night again. <laughs> With another wipe, but that just means we are one race closer to a fill-up, Michael. Yeah. So. Confident tonight. I've yes. seen the tips. Yeah, very confident Twenty units. Great win by the Mayor, Savvy Bromack last Oof. week for the formidable team Oof. of Nathan Turvey and Emily Sivelco. Now, I've seen the resume for Emily. Yeah. Please don't read it all out, Michael, <laughs> because we don't have enough time. We'll be here for about we've, two we're hours. Told we've only got 43 minutes. So. Un- <laughs> unbelievable. Um a couple of nice price winners at uh, GP last well, week as well, including one from our uh, special guest, uh, Emily Savalco, with star of Willoughby.
2: Yeah, and a 101 winner for Jocelyn, or roundabout 101.
3: Just rounded them up what last. Quarty killers. No, it was, a, it was a big night last Friday night, and that Mayor's Classic, uh, as you said, the first of the Group 1 and heading into some big racing coming up at Gloucester Park. So looking forward to that. Michael, what's your thoughts on the Inter-Dominion Series so far?
2: Look, I... Uh, oh some of the, the Bathurst racing was was pretty good. Like Luke's McCarthy's horses were wide and they, the performances were just awesome of, um, uh, you know, um, uh, ego and then King of Swing it was, was just massive. Um, the first night was a bit of a procession for the McCarthy's and they rolled into Newcastle. So, I, I mean... The series isn't as strong. We spoke about that over the last couple of weeks. It's it's probably one of the weaker inner dominions we've seen, and there's a couple of reasons of that. Mate, a lot of the the stuff around COVID and travelling, and the Kiwis aren't really strong at the moment. Their best yep. horse copy of that didn't go there. Self assured wasn't right for it. But um, look, I, I was I was happier with the racing at Bathurst, um, and then they go to Newcastle Sunday. So um, yeah, look, I I think it's got better. As the series gone, as Inter Dominions do, no Morts.
3: Uh, do you think it's time for a revamp of the inters, Michael? I oh. mean, the one thing which stands out for me is the way they separate the good horses into the heats so they don't clash. Which, yeah, well, we did that as well, uh, and and the and one of the reasons for that
2: is is because if you've got one horse in it, so you had Major Martini, and all of a sudden you're lobbed in against the virtual final. You know, we don't want that to happen, and and, and it's tough for everyone to get through then. So you separate those and you're only got to race one McCarthy instead of three McCarthy's, That's you know, like, like if you, had, if you have one in there, but, and also you get to see him in the final, the best, the best field. And, and I think other horses get a chance to get in the final because they are only taken on
3: one McCarthy rather than two or three. And you can throw in two Aikens horses in there. So, uh, Do you think it is time for a revamp? Do you think it needs mate, something I, to, to generate? I, I, and... I would like to see,
2: like, so I know they're talking about this slot race and some of the, some of the the money going in there. Like p- me personally, I'd like to make that money to go in the dominion and then send it around the, the country again.
3: But that's my personal opinion. And yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure how much weight that carries at HRA level. <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of the best races we used to have was the, uh, around the 20 cent track there at uh, Harold Park when we had the Miracle Mile, which was invitational oh. over uh, at what, six, was it six? Well, start off at six, six then seven. moved to
2: seven. And yeah, yeah that, oh, that was my, my favorite race.
3: I mean, there's a track, just across the water here, yeah. which is very, very similar to that. Yeah, you know, could you imagine something like an invitational uh, mile sprint at uh, Gloucester Park with limited numbers? Is that something P- which... possibly? I mean, during the Interdominions, when they ran nine
2: uh, in two thousand and twelve, and I thought that really that really created great racing because there was only nine; everyone had their chance to, to get through, and that was a great series. But um,
3: yeah, something like that. I'm not against that. Imagine that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Invitational, million yeah. dollars. Yep. Yeah. Get the best sprinters in, the, uh, in sprinters, the land, yeah. uh, you know, because the Inter-Dominion final's over 3,000 metres. When do they race over 3,000 metres? Yeah, at the end of the year two weeks. But, yeah, yeah Quinny won it <laughs> over that. Yeah, but that's Quinny. Anyway, um, no, I just think uh, could be time for a bit of a Re-vamp. think yep. tank and uh, refresh, because when you look at uh, the gallops now, to me, the Melbourne Cup's kind of in the background now, and there's a lot refresh. of races which is taking its uh, place, so yep. we just can't sit still. Yep. Done. Okay, You're done. Okay. All right. Emily's been patiently waiting on the line. Before we go to Emily,
2: this segment's brought to you by our good friends at Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work, uh, 736 stockers nationwide, our man, Ross Fitzgerald, he'll be out there tonight watching Major Martini go around.
3: Australia's leading supplier of work boots now. Yeah. Rumour has it, Michael, last Saturday night you were seen wearing a <laughs> pair of their pink boots, is that correct? Yes, yeah, certainly was. Yeah, but no, Strutting they around. A, they do a great um, they're great for charity with their uh, breast cancer and Beyond Blue with their coloured boots. So Yep, great supporters of us and sport in general. All right, let's go
2: back a week and it was the Group 1 Mayor's Classic. Over uh, uh, the 2,500 metres at Gloucester Park and Savvy Bromac drew one, found the front and it was a, uh, it was a perfect drive for Emily Savalco out in front.
4: Bramac leads a meter and a half on the outside. Bell Catherine trying very hard. Third is Born to Boogie, and then 55 reborn as they corner. Savvy Bramac skipped away. 28 for the third quarter. Savvy Bramac clear. Only danger. Bourne to Boogie, and then came Bell Catherine and Star of Diamonds. But Savvy Bramac had raced away from Bell Catherine. Born to Boogie the outside, and then 55 reborn. But a brilliant performance. Emily Savalco wins the Mayor's Classic with Savvy Bramac. Savvy Bramac. By five metres, second born to Boogie, and nose away third is Belle Catherine. And that
2: yeah, what a great performance out in front for Savvy Bromac and the combination of Turvy and Savalko to the fore once again. And gives me great pleasure to introduce to the show the driver Emily Savalco. Emily, welcome to the program.
5: Hi, thanks for having me
2: on. Yeah, congratulations, uh, your first Group One win, and what a way to do it in an open class mares race. Uh, must have given you a great thrill.
5: Yeah, definitely, and to drive the Group 1 winner for Nathan, who's been a big supporter over the past couple of years, um, was definitely a great thrill as well.
2: Yeah, you found the front early, and there wasn't a great deal of pressure. Did that su- uh, surprise you a little bit, that you, yeah, you were able just to roll through and, and be really comfortable out in front with it, without too much pressure?
5: Yeah, it definitely did. Obviously, I thought Val Catherine would be coming around a bit sooner, and I thought um, Bondi's one might come out the gate a little bit harder and try and test me. Um because Savvy Bromac's not usually known as a leader. She hasn't really got the barrier draw to be able to see um, out in front. So I thought there'd be a bit more pressure in the race. And I was getting nervous when um, Junior hadn't come around. I was looking around desperately thinking he's going to try and catch me napping here. But... Um, yeah, the horse did it well out in front.
3: Nathan has a very good, um, has the ability to get him spot on for the night, but it took a, a great drive from yourself, uh, Emily. So a uh, great win. Congratulations on your your first group one. Do you think Savvy Bromac can go on and, and maybe look at some of the bigger races um, uh, later this year, really, early <clears throat> in the new year?
5: Well, she's the type of horse that can sit on speed and she'll still um, give you everything she's got at the end as well. So I'm not 100% sure, but Nathan's looking at the open free-for-all for for next week. I believe there's a 50 grand race, so I guess we'll see how she goes in that and um, go from there.
3: Yeah, well, uh, the way she went the other night, you would certainly think that she is going to be very competitive, that's for sure. Now, Emily, tonight uh, you don't even get a chance to stop to have a breath because there's uh, 10 races and you've got 10 drives, uh, so very busy night tonight. Uh, You've got some very... Very good chances there in uh, race two. You've got one that finally gets a good draw in uh, blue blaze. He'd be very happy to um, to finally get a draw with this one.
5: Yeah, he's usually known as a sit sprinter, but it's probably a dropping class for him. I know his form probably doesn't suggest that he's going the best, but he's had a um, little freshen up between runs. So Nathan's happy to take full advantage of the draw. And um, yeah, we'll try and be doing our best to hold him off late.
3: And then in race three, you go around on number 12, Leo Sabi. How's, how's his chances looking tonight?
5: Oh, he's the coolest little dude. He's my favourite <laughs> horse to drive um, and my favourite horse in the stable. Um, he's very versatile as well, so we'll just have to see what finds the front. Obviously, Alice Kay will be pressing there, and there he goes, um, gets out quick as well, so... If there's a bit too much pressure, we might just be sitting him up this week, but I'm happy to put him into it if need be.
3: Yeah, there certainly could be a bit of pressure in that race, uh, that's for sure. So it um, be interesting to see how you go there. Uh, race five is a very interesting race, as Michael alluded to at the start of the show, one of the strongest races there is in Australia, and tonight's uh, free for all. And you're on number f- uh, number six, Motu Premier, who was good first up, but uh, going to be pretty tough in that, uh, that very hard field tonight, uh, Emily?
5: Yeah, he ran a good um, third first up. I haven't spoken to Mr. Oliveira yet, but he his comments were that um, he probably goes better um, doing no work early, so I'd say we'd be slotting in. Um, obviously, you got Wild West, um, Hurricane Harley, Hampton Banner, Fletchley Park all drawn inside of us that have all got speed and um, all want to be in front as well. So hopefully they all overdo it early and we can come into it late.
3: Yes, promises to be a very, very exciting race. And then you've got a couple of really good drives coming up later in the program. Uh, in race six, uh, number one, Vivier de More should be able to roll to the front and hopefully that's, uh, that's it. You must be very confident tonight.
5: Uh, yeah, she's a horse that has had no luck in her races whatsoever and she's um, had to do it tough every time. So to finally get barrier one, um, she's got really good gate speed, so she should be able to lead quite comfortably. And hopefully, we can get an um, easy lead time before Bow Catherine comes around, and we'll just roll solid. Vividemore um, is a horse that grows a leg out in front, so we'll be looking to take full advantage of the barrier. Uh,
2: in race eight, Emily, uh, you're driving Sahara Storm, which has been sent over from Victoria to Nathan Stables, part owned by Dale Monteith, who's the uh, chairman of Harness Racing Victoria, who's actually listening to the podcast. Uh, this morning from Melbourne, um, it's done a good job since uh, coming over. They've sent um, uh, this horse over, and, and he's not, not with, she's not without a chance tonight in, in tonight's race.
5: Yeah, definitely. She went um, 154 over the mile first up, and I never even pulled the earplugs, so I think there was still something there um, at the end of the race as well. Um, obviously, barrier Draw makes it hard with three um, rumors and Soho Broadway gone inside of us, even Lady Jador. So I haven't. Watch Nathan how he wants to drive her yet but um we're quite happy to sit her up if need be and um she should be very dangerous late
3: now Emily I just want to rewind back a couple of weeks ago back to uh the weekend of the 19th of November where uh you drove a couple of winners on uh Friday night um on the Saturday night you drove two um Dad drove four, then uh, on the Sunday at Collie you drove three each and then how special it must have been for you to Quinella. The Joe and Margaret uh, Zavalco Memorial must have been just a a surreal weekend.
5: Yeah, it's my favourite race every year. I look forward to going to Collie just to drive in that race. Obviously I was feeling when I didn't actually have a drive in the race and Dad had a double up so I was able to get on one and he obviously took the one with the uh, the better barrier draw um, which was unfortunate in my case, but to be able to Quinnella it's really good. And I won it last year, the first year that it was um, Nana, was Margaret was put into the title as well. Um, so that was pretty special. And then for dad to win it this year, um, to win his mum and dad's race, um, it was really good.
2: Yeah, that must have been special to Quinella uh, as well after winning it the year before. Well, you spoke about Nathan before, but uh, it's it's a wonderful combination you've got going with Nathan. Um, the the winners are, are really rolling in, and and it it must give you great confidence to know that you're jumping on horses that Nathan's preparing every week, and and you've got three or four really good chances at, at Gloucester Park every Friday night. Yeah, definitely, and it
5: gives. Obviously, I drive track work throughout the week, but he gives me a um, good boost of confidence when he knows the horse is going to go well and we've got a really good team at the moment. Um, so, yeah, all the horses, unfortunately for me, they're all kind of meeting the same mark where they're going to start clashing. But, um, yeah, they're all going really good. And, yeah, it was good to um, get back in the camp. Now, Nathan
2: TV. now, you've you've had... The combination's been so successful, and also the other trainers that are putting you on. You're currently running second in the the state and metro premiership behind the hall of famer Gary Hall Jr. You're in front of hall of famer like Chris Lewis, uh, Ryan Warwick, uh, Chris Voke. Uh, there's some big names you're in front of, and nationally, Emily. I don't know whether you keep a um, keep of, uh, track of your stats, you're currently running 11th in the national title. And, you know, on that on that uh, list is the likes of uh, Chris Alford and Greg Sugars, you know, Kate Gath, Daniel Hill. Uh, you're really competing with, with the great names and, and doing a f- fantastic job. Can you believe the success that is coming your way?
5: Yeah, my granddad always tells me, he keeps a close eye on the nationals and he tells me where I'm at and how many I have to do to get another spot up on the ladder. But, um, yeah, probably if you asked me about a year ago, I probably wouldn't think I would have been at this stage of my career and as successful as I am this season. But, obviously, all thanks go to, like, um, obviously Nathan. He's provided me with a lot of winners and even the connections I've got through him. um, And, yeah, I've, like, had a lot of help along the way, um, which has benefited me as a driver and, yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes.
3: It's been extraordinary considering that you drove your first winner, Undercover Art, just back in 2018, which is three years ago, and to think that you're currently sitting... At 345 career wins, the only West Australian woman to drive 100 plus winners in a season, as as Michael said, you're currently second behind Hall of Famer. You're in absolute elite company. Uh, you're third in the woman in the women's drivers premiership, and that's just in a few years, Emily. It's uh, it is truly uh, remarkable. And in sh- in such a, a short career to date, can I just ask what the highlights been so far? <laughs>
5: Oh, obviously I'd have to say the group one on Savvy Bromac. Um, it was obviously a huge thrill, like going into it. Um, I knew we'd be out in front, but obviously the pressure I was going to cop, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get the job done, but Nathan said he had the horse spot on for the night and, um, like he didn't want to be left not knowing. So he wanted to give her a chance out in front and just prove she's up to those good mares. But obviously, like I said, I love racing in my grandparents' race every year at Collie. Um, it's just a really good day out in Collie and um, to be able to win or place in that race um, just gives me a great thrill every year.
2: Emily, uh, thanks for, for joining us this morning. Congratulations on um, the win last week and, and the season you're having. No doubt you got added to it tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us and, and we'll see you out of the track shortly.
5: Thank you very much for having me.
2: There we go, Emily Savalco, and just in rare
3: air, isn't she? we just got to look at
2: that resume, Michael. And thanks to Alan Parker, our, the great historian
3: He's and, and stats man. He is the best. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And as we said, 2018 first winner yeah. to climb to the level she is, and she is an elite company. It's not like she is no. and, you know, and some absolutely. of the names she's
2: passed in WA, including, you know, Kelly Kersley, who's driven miracle yeah, mile winners, yeah. and it's truly you know,
3: amazing. Like, yeah, it's uh, she's doing a, a great job and, and it doesn't look like stopping. And what a combination, <laughs>
2: Nathan
3: Turvey. Jeez. Yeah. And as we saw last week, they're not all dollar forty pops. She's hopping no, on, no. you know, some nice price winners, good each way price winners. So she is on fire.
2: Well, let's go to the break, and uh, as we do, let's go back to uh, the the thirty one dollar winner for Savalco. for uh, Bob Fowler at Allwood uh, Stud, Star of Willoughby.
4: Max a nose in front of Blitz and by Finbar's camped over them. Chance Eclipse is still there, running a great race, and they've raced right away from Star of Willoughby, who's getting home very fast as they come to the home turn. Jumping Jack Mack in front on the bend. Leads by a couple of meters. On the inside, Blitz and by. Star of Willoughby's running on. Finbar is still there, but jumping Jack Max in front. Star of Willoughby is coming home like a train. Goodness gracious me. Emily Savalko's so done it again. They went too hard at various stages and star of Willoughby has won from Jumping Jack Mack and Finvara. Vara, then them. Blitz Blitz.
1: You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track.
4: the next quarter. And the leader is Hampton Banner. Wild West is out wide. He's trying hard to wind up. Diego's on his back. Better start dreaming. Perfect Major battles on. So Wild West is after Hampton Banner around the turn. Hampton Banner in front, but Wild West is cutting it down. Wild West has raced up to Hampton Banner. A superb drive from Hall. He got going early, and Hampton Banner has won. Hampton Banner, uh, sorry, Wild West has won from Hampton Banner. Perfect Major. Major, older and diego Better...
2: yeah that was wild west last week in the uh, free for all And uh, had to do it the hard way, but another great drive by Gary Old Jr. Comes into uh, Barrier 1, and a little bit of support there. He's into 4.60, Galactic Star 13, Hurricane Harley 5.50, and then out to Petrona Star, who's drawn 7, first up at $12. Minstrel's back. He's drawn Barrier 8 at 4.60, and then on the back line, Mort's Major Martini. Favorite two seventy though, a little bit of drifting to three ten, probably more about his right price, and might even get out of touch more. Mortz, uh, how's the confidence level for for Team uh, Prentice going into this race with uh, Major Martini?
3: Well, I'm looking forward to taking the six dollars, <laughs> which is in uh, on the harness website. So I'll be getting on straight after the show. Look, uh, Michael, there was we were there was another race we were looking at, and that uh, fell over. So um, we had him in the free for all as well. Uh, ideally, last start, if you had have had a bit more pressure would have been I would have preferred to yep. go into this because, as you said, this is the best harness race in Australia this weekend, so um, yeah it 's going to be a tough assignment but I certainly think he's up to it. Yeah, okay. Those are prices brought to you by Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. This segment
2: is brought to you by our good mates at Bayswater Mazda. Go and see Anthony. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads there in Bayswater. And it's,
3: you can't miss it. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And great, uh, great service. Got the, Got the service division, got the spare parts, got everything there, got uh, they've got yep. stock and... They've also got coffee. And, Morts. and I test drove the 626 the other oh, day, Michael. Very, very nice. Again. So I'm just yeah. waiting for the turbo version to come in and have a drive <laughs> of, course you, of course you are. But a no, beautiful you. car. So get down there and see Anthony and the team at Bayswater Mazda. All
2: right. Uh, big hello to our man, Scott Bomber. Hill. How are you, bomber?
6: Very well. Thanks, guys. Yourself?
2: Yeah, really well. Uh, tell you what, it looks like uh, an interesting night uh, at Gloucester Park tonight. Might be a bit of value there.
6: Yeah, it's a ripper card. Um, not too many sort of really hot favourites that we've seen over the last couple of weeks. It's, uh yeah, like there's no doubt there's value there if we can find it.
2: All right, before we get into the first race we've got to look at, which is race number one, and the first race tonight at Gloucester Park is 5.22 WA time. What did you, what did you think of the free-for-all? The, did you have an on-top tip, pit, tip for us, even though we're not going to preview it, but have you got an on-top tip?
6: I actually, I, I whipped out a little bit on the race. I, I don't think, I don't think I'll be betting. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great spectacle, but gee, I found it hard to, uh, to break it down.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a tough race. Uh, plenty of might be there's looks to be plenty of speed on, yep. and, but um, Major Martini from the back line got to have to do it the the tough way against some older opposition for, uh, third mm. up. So great race. It's got to be a great race. Let's have a look at the uh, races we got to preview today, and the, it is race number one, the first race, the Sky Racing Mobile Pace over the twenty one thirty meters. And let's have a look at the Tab Touch Market. We have uh, Iona Diamond at four eighty, Baltic Ace at four eighty. He's our Perseus at 420, Renaissance Art at 81. The favorite is the Ideal Touch at 210, Diorce at 101, Sid Strepo at 101, scratch the 8. Number 9 is the Watchmaker at 34 and then on the back line we have Make It Happen at 26, Prada Sun 21 and uh, Pontavino at uh, $26. Uh looks like um, the most of the market is around the top 4 or 5. Bomber, which way are we going?
6: Yeah, I'm pretty happy to kick the night off with um, the ideal touch here. He's been super at his last two, winning over this trip from the breeze when he ran home in 55.9 and then sat in the breeze and over the mile last week in a 153 and they got home in 54.9 there. And his effort to finish as close as he did was, was as good as the week before. I'm not 100% sure what happens underneath him early, but I expect he'll roll to the breeze at some point and just can't see any of these being able to hold him out or come from behind him in the form he's in.
3: Just having a look at the last word, thank you to our good friends at Tab Radio, Tim Walker, Gary Hall Sr. He's our Perseus. Each way chance, I don't know if we will try and cross. And the ideal touch, he's a winning chance. With luck, we'll get put in the race. What's the staking plan? Race one, number five, the ideal touch. Yeah, we're
6: going to kick off with a three-unit. But I just think
2: um, the last two starts. You know, if you, if you repeat that form, it's just going to be too good for this lot. Yeah, a nice bit of confident start there. I love on. that. Yeah, race love number it. one winner straight into the program. Yep. All right, the next race we got to look at is race number three, the specialised equipment funding solution. Again, over the twenty-one thirty meters, uh, the pole markers been scratched. So, Star Armbray one oh one. Don't see a pole marker one oh one too often. Alice K at two sixty m from three twenty. Two and a half Tigers, $8. Allwoods Rock and Roll, 81 There you go, $8. Crocodile Kid, 101 Pocket the Cash is at $15. And Typhoon Banner outside the front line at 380 And then on the back line, we've got Who's Who in the Zoo at 81 Burning Rubber, 91 And Leo Sabi for Emily Savalko at $390. Bummer. Race number three, which way are we going?
6: Yeah, with Alice Kay, Alice Kay here. She's in super form of late night. I think... She probably can't hold there you go off the gate, but she'll get the opportunity for the retake if she applies enough pressure. He seems to want to take a sip most of the time now and uh, you know she she met him a couple of starts back when she busted off the gate and she was a dollar 90 that night and gave him a massive start and still ran into a narrow margin. So I think a couple of trials in between her, her return turn last week and um, she' have a cherry ride for this, and she's a super strong mare she'll just keep running.
3: Just looking at the final word here, uh, Shannon Savalko, Alice K comes into a lovely draw, strong last run and likes running along, great chance. Uh, here we go. There you go, Lindsay Harper, look out. Very pleased last start, somewhere back near his best. This is a dropping grade, may get his chance to lead and stay there. So uh, maybe we won't see him hand up this... Uh, this week bomber so race three number three alice k what's the staking plan
6: yeah i think even if there you go does hold the front this mare's is too strong for him she'll just grind him into the ground and um yeah she, she's going really well I'm, I'm happy to have a two unit bet
2: two so unit bet there for race number three all right it's time to take a break we're to come back and look at another couple of races but as we go to the break mort's back in 20 heading to sydney i think Corey peterson yes uh, so his last start for Justin Prentice last week and uh, Madison Brown had the uh, drive for our good mate Bobby Fowler and Marilyn and as we go to the break, the end of our all up last week. He th- Bomber threw it out there late, the, uh, three, the three number ones, white races one, two and three and back in 20 you made an armchair ride for our punters that took the all up uh, as we go to the break. Here's back in 20 going out a winner at Gloucester Park.
4: Carbon copy coming through. Jasper Vela Beach is running on out wider. Tell me to attack getting up on the inside. And then came El Guerrero. He's not letting... uh, She's not letting... a haul out here behind the leader at the moment with My Carbon Copy, and back in 20's got the lead. My Carbon Copy, the inside, battling on strongly, Gambit's been a big effort. And then Jasper Vella Beach, who's down the outside, the leader, though, back in 20. Now My Carbon Copy's coming through. Gambit sticks on well, but back in 20 clear from My Carbon Copy and Gambit, and back in 20 wins it well from My Carbon Copy, Gambit. And there you go, yeah.
1: You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. She's a bright star. Flashy drops off at the rear. 350 meters to go. And it's Allwood Wizard still by three meters. And Lucky Galleon caught a passy yet to move. Benissari Lane in third. Off around the outside of it. Is Reed with Regazzo Mac coming into the affair? It's Allwood Wizard out in front. Asked for an effort now. Pulling to the outside is Lucky Galleon and Regazzo Mac coming on three-wide. Lucky Galleon goes to the lead. Regazzo Mac with the last shot. Lucky Galleon just in front. Regazzo Mac finishing strongly and Regazzo Mac and Lucky Galleon in a photo finish. Great finish. Third will be Allwood Wizard. Fourth
2: is... uh... That was a Biford trial last Sunday. A couple of stars stepped out. Magnificent Storm went around the last trial against the Notorious Run um, and looked like he he needed that uh, hit out. He's coming into the Cups and that was Regazzo Mack who's now in the uh, care of um, Mike Reed, Mark Reed, in the bike, and uh, he's got a big boom on him. He's won seven or thirteen from New Zealand, and that was his first trial in W a Morts. and uh,
3: as I said, there's a there's been a big boom on this horse for quite a while. Yes, it probably doesn't match the big price tag, but um just looking forward to seeing him. Uh Tackle the horses over here. Be yeah, great. He's, he's Add something
2: a, to it. Yeah, he's got to be a great acquisition. I think. to WA racing, and then he's a three-year-old, so he'll get a couple of races in. You would think before the end of the season, at least one, and then uh, four-year-olds goes up against the good four-year-olds next year in the 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 Retribution Golden Nugget at the end of the year. Yes, looking forward to it, including Mighty Ronaldo. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Retrovision. Have you recovered from Black Friday, Cyber Monday?
3: It's a it's an entire week now. Only just, Michael. It was a fantastic week last week, but more importantly, what's coming up at Retrovision Oof, is, is now. we have uh, our twenty four days of Christmas. Oh. <laughs> we're giving away over eighty thousand dollars worth of prizes, and on Christmas Eve, we're giving away a brand new Nissan. TI Duke valued at $40,000 to one lucky winner. So there's prizes every day, Michael. Every single day. Chance to win. Come in and buy something or go and register at retrovision.com.au. Retrovision. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Correct. All right. Let's have a look at the next race we've got to uh, look at. It is race number
2: four. It's the Nova. uh, 93.7 pace over the 2130 metres. And as we have a look at the TabTouch market, TabTouch, the brand that funds the industry, download the new app and uh, new features such as um, um, same-game multis and uh, plenty of other features for the TabTouch new app. Uh, as we look at the market, the Kraken is at $11. Better Copper good one, $11. Al Guerrero, 3 dollars in from $4.20. So a bit of a correction there. Delightful at $26. Jasper Vela Beach at $21. Walsh at $21. Miragon, five fifty. dollars Disco Under Fire at $101. Gambit, outside the front line. A Correction here as well. Three ten it opened up for the Hall Camp into two sixty dollars And favourite on the back line. Manning, inside the back line at $14 for Trotsy. Uh, tell me to a track at one hundred and one, and Tyler Brett at thirty-four dollars. Bomber, race number four. Again, another interesting race on the barrier draw. What do we got?
6: Yeah, I think this place the best of the night. Number nine Gambit. He was out of the out of this world last week. Going back in twenty, covered an enormous amount of ground in fast time. He ran home in twenty-eight seven, twenty-eight eight, and twenty-eight two. And he was three wide for all of that and still had the temerity to keep hitting the liner. It was just, yeah, it was one of the best runs I've seen for a long time. His three runs since resuming have been, seen him chase home. Hampton Banner beating seven metres. Major Martini beating three metres in a 26-3 last quarter and then that last week. I think uh, he'll just go off, drop back off the gate here early, let it all unfold and Junior will put him into the race at the right time. And, and you know, there does look to be nice early speed which will also help it. I just
3: yeah, if he runs up to last week, this, this field can't beat him. Yes, looks like being a bit of pace uh, earlier on, as you said. Uh, bomber, Kyle Harper on El Guerrero, decent enough draw. Will look for the lead, and if he finds it, he gets his chance. But Giles Inwood on Better Copper, good one. We will be humming off the arm and just go under fire. I thought we were just going around last week. It was a pleasant surprise. Looks tough. Gary Hall Senior Gambit will be hard. Last run was outstanding. Hard to. Beat, but nine isn't good. But I'm with you, Bomber. Looks very, very hard to beat in this field. So what's the staking plan, race four, number nine, Gambit?
6: Yeah, like I so, said, I think he's the best of the night. And, uh, yeah, more than happy to have three units. He just simply has to run up to those last couple
2: of runs. Yeah, he had a flashing light yep. on his helmet after last week going back in 20. It was, it was a super run. All right, the last race we got to preview is race number six. It's the Channel 7 Phillies and Mares. Uh, at least one backing up from the mayor's race last week. And we have de uh, Moore for Emily Savalco at 3.10. And um, his second favourite, Soho Party Girl at 51. Queen Shenandoah at $7. Alta Cinderella, $10. Betty's Last, 101. My Sweet Deal, 18. Gotta Go Gabbana, 19. Miss Lionlight 51. And the favourite, Belle Catherine. Outside the front line, 175. Bomber, which way are we going?
6: Yeah, huge respect for Bow Catherine, but Vivetta Moore, she comes up with the right draw here, and I think she can just about hold up. And if she does, she's shown us for a long time that she's right up there with these mares when able to roll along in front. And Val Catherine's had a couple of tough runs since resuming, and I think um, you know she'll have to go back off the gate before looking to get into the race. And that probably gets Emily the tactical advantage with Vivetta Moore. She can run sub-30 sectionals for the last mile if required here. And, um, you know, we know Emily rates them beautifully in front, so she'll get a chance.
3: She certainly sounded very confident uh, when we spoke to us. So race six, number one, Vivier Demore, what's the staking plan, Bomber?
6: Two unit bet to finish us up. Um, yeah, we obviously haven't been in great form the last few weeks, but uh, I think tonight we can come home with uh, two or three winners there for sure.
2: No, like plenty, plenty of units there tonight for us to play with. Bomber, uh, good luck tonight, Bomber. The, uh, it looks a really interesting card, but uh, good to see plenty of confidence. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully get a few winners, and we'll speak to you next week.
6: Will do, guys. Have a great night, and uh, good luck with the major there, Morse. We'll be cheering home.
3: Thank you, Bomber.
2: Good on you, there, our man Scott Bomber Hill. As we go to the break, uh, Baltic Ace was a winner for Hayden King, who's going to give us some tips uh, for the country this weekend in just a moment. Uh, the next segment, and uh, he goes round Baltic Ace in. Um, Uh, race number one one of the winners for Hayden King Emily jumps on $5 in the first race is Baltic Ace as we go to the break let's go back a week and uh, one of the winners for the weekend for Hayden King was, uh, was Baltic Ace and once again it was Emily Savalco in the bike
6: Point nine third quarter, Baltic Ace from Better Get It On, a length Houston flyer, they were followed by all the bells, I'm the firecracker, three wide, trying to pick up at the turn, we were and Aussie edition, sweep wider, it's still Baltic Ace, she won't go away, better get it on, Baltic Ace and better get it on, they lead I'm the firecracker, we were on the outside, Baltic Ace is finding, holding the mare, better get it on, and Baltic Ace leads all the way, Baltic Ace from Better Get It On, I'm the firecracker, might be weak,
1: you're listening to Talking Heart. Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. On to You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track.
6: They were followed by the Black Prince Reactor now. Right off the track, Majestic Cruiser, as heads were turned. The leader, Expensive Ego, he travels strongly. Triple Eight looks to be the only threat, and then came the Black Prince. They're clear of the rest, but it's Expensive Ego, below the 100-metre mark, still about six metres in front, trying hard, Triple Eight, but it's Expensive Ego, thus far undefeated, and Expensive Ego goes home to beat in second posse, Triple Eight, the Black Prince, and a big run, Majestic...
2: That was just absolutely arrogant bikes. Expensive ego, and I said last week it was going to be a McCarthy tsunami, and that's just playing out. Uh, He won two heats on the Friday, uh, Saturday night, got beat a nose in the third, and then they cleaned up all of Bathurst on on the uh, Wednesday night, but expensive ego, three wide for the first 800 or whatever it was, found the front, triple eight, three back the
3: fence, couldn't get near him. I was just arrogant. It's going to be an interesting draw for the final, Michael. Yeah. King of swing, expensive ego. Yeah. And uh, as I said, we'll try and catch
2: up with Luke McCarthy next week. Been communicating with this week. He's uh, as you can, as you would imagine, he's. Pretty buoyant at the moment. Uh, uh, And and uh, if you have a look at the point score, King of Swing Expensive Ego, 32. Spirit of St. Louis, the stalemate, 29. Malcolm's Rhythm, who's been going really well and uh, saw a a story from Adam Hamilton uh, in Labrokes about um, the Aikens. Obviously won a couple of inner dominions Mm -hmm. David. David. uh, Josh thought that Malcolm's rhythm was their best chance. He's uh they're on twenty seven then. The fourth member of Team McCarthy in Alto Orlando at twenty six uh, twenty six points. So uh in the market where you've got King of Swing at two thirty, expensive ego two seventy five, Spirit of St. Louis eleven dollars, Max Delight at fifteen. <laughs> it's just very, very dominant. Yeah, so um yeah, it's got to be uh, interesting it's uh, we haven't seen a domination of an intervenion like this before and they go to Newcastle my hometown on Sunday and uh, it's a great track Newcastle and looking forward to the the action there uh, for uh, heat number three and as I said I think the has got better through the series and hopefully it gets better again on yeah. on um, <laughs> Sunday Hayden King welcome to the program Another good weekend last weekend. Few, uh, a few winners, Baltic Ace, beat the bank. Yeah, beat was, the bank was good. I think he was a bit tighter than what we you might have thought you were going no, to get. Yeah. Ended up starting 230 or something like that.
0: Mm, 330 opening. He got into 210, I think it was. So yeah. I was expecting a bit better. Yes,
2: all right. What do you got for us tonight? We got Wagen tonight, and then Gloucester Park on Saturday night. Tell you what, big big weekend for us at Gloucester Park. Chef, before you get the tips, Hayden. Chef's got a our man, Chef uh, Daniel Batson. He's got eight hundred in restaurants tonight and functions. That's before we open the doors. Wow. In buffets, and uh, then we've got nine hundred Saturday night.
3: Well, there's no better man to be in charge of it for you, Michael. Uh, he is a good man, I'll the chef.
2: To, I'll have to buy him a, a Mosswood or something yeah, at the so end, end of it for, exactly. for uh, Sunday. Good man. Um, Hayden, what do you got for Waging tonight? Uh, I know we've had a bit of success in Waging in the past. Uh, one of your favourite hunting grounds. What have you got for us?
0: Yeah, I do really like waging tonight. In the first race, back a couple at odds. Number four, Pritter has been hugely disrespected by the market because he's going at least as well as a few of these in this race, and a few of them are a third of the price. He has gate speed. I don't think he could cross, but I think he could land close enough to be dangerous. And at $15, that's a good price. And the other one in the race, I'd be betting half the stake, but Sweet Rosie was just taken around for a run there at Bunbury last Saturday and actually really attacked the line through that final quarter. So she could be the one open to some improvement at $26 in race number two, well, Crafty was smashed early. Well done if you got the price. $8 into $4. So for that reason, I think is now under the odds. But the one I'm going with is number 10, just like Royalty. She showed market improvement last time out, coming home from a long way back. In She would have run a personal 56 and change final half there. And if she gets some cover on the back of Royal Order into this race, she'll be really dangerous at each way odds. In race number two, race number three, I'm backing a couple here as well. Number 7 Twa Trois-Fontaine, is drawn behind Classy Colby, who's no certainty to lead but can lead. And if the gaps come Twa fontaines way, she can be dangerous there, should strip fitter for that first up run. And the other one I want to back is Mr. Sauvage because he has gate speed. And if a few of these in the centre of the line don't come out, he could actually zing to the top at a 20-to-1. If he's in front over the short course and the form he's in, I think he's a winning chance. Uh, race number four, I spent a lot of time on this race and each time I've come up with Desiderio as the winner, this horse is absolutely flying. Wayne Justin's doing a terrific job with his team at the moment. The one I'm scared of and you might chop out on is number five, Roco Rico, because this horse has really good gate speed. So does Silent Reaction. I spent a lot of time analysing their gate speeds. Uh, Roco Rico probably has more, but just by vantage of the camber, might be able to have a crack at a silent reaction and it'll be interesting. In any case, Desiderio is going to be so dangerous and I'm pretty confident. That's one of my two better bets on the card. The second of them is race five, number seven. This is the best bet the Julian Haraya, place only. Right on the back of uh, suing you, you can get $2 a place and I think she'll be... Definitely running a drum. That's my best bet of the weekend. Uh, race number six, number five, Flash Mob, one by two basis. I think you have to have something on just because she was a better run than Petrified last time out. I'm not sure where she gets to, but you have to have something on, I feel. And in race number seven, number eight, Rosie's Last Attack, should have won two weeks ago at Wajin, but she locked wheels by her own fault close to the line. It cost her the race. But tonight, I think if you back her on a one-by-two basis, you won't be going wrong. Providing she does everything right, she probably wins that race.
2: Good on you, Hayden. Plenty of uh, tips there tonight at Wagen to coincide with Gloucester Park in that segment. This uh, tip's were brought to you by our good mates at Loans 1, 2, 3, Car Loans, Debt Consolidations, Personal Finance.
3: Smorts. who do you see? The Nude Nuts, Steve Sell. Michael? He's our man, and uh, he'll look after you If, if he can't help you. There's just no helping you, Michael. There he He's a good no. man, the uh, new nut. So whatever you need, give him a call, 1-800-100-100. Lo- yeah, loans123.com.au,
2: also Correct. the website. And tell you what, after last week, we might have needed a loan, but we're back this week ready to go. Mops, Very confident. Big show. Thanks to Hayden. Um, Bomber's given us his tips and great to talk to Emily, and no doubt she's got to play a big hand again to Costa Absolutely. Park. Good, night, good luck tonight with Major Thank Martini. Him. Thanks, for everyone, for joining us. Until next
1: week, it's bye for now. <laughs> You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise.
6: That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely
0: and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.